Amen. God is good. Amen. Turn with me to uh, Romans chapter 6, verses uh, 23. I want to read something to you. Uh, I was kind of reading this morning, my time with the Lord. Uh, and I, I feel kind of bad because sometimes I got so much things coming I got to do. I got to rush this stuff. But God, listen, we need to slow down. Uh, like we did tonight, you know, we worship God, okay? It's always great to worship the Lord, amen? Uh, I was a little bothered last night or this morning. I was reading. And I want to start in this verse, verse 23. We all read the verse already, but I want to. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. For the wages of sin is death. Uh, I was praying and I was meditating on the Lord and I said, we don't hear that anymore. In most churches today, sin is irrelevant. There's no need to talk about it. Because after all, he's a God of love. There's no need to mention sin or hell. After all, we have to make people feel good. They have to feel good in church. We can't make them feel uncomfortable. Uh, we can't have, let them have a sin consciousness. But my Bible says the wages of sin is dead. I've been reading this Bible a long time, but I, from Genesis to Revelation, all it talks about God dealing with the heart of man, the sin in man's heart. Uh, I want to share something. It might be a little, a little, a little, I don't know, hard tonight. It's not necessarily, I'm talking about as a body, as, as Christians. Uh, we need to guard our heart, okay? Uh, there's a lot of things going on in the church, and not necessarily this one, but because we have, we have our issues like anybody else. But we've lost the fear of God. We've lost the desire for God. Uh, I've been in this, been some of y'all longer than us. I've been in this a while. When I first got saved, man, any little light we see in the sky, Jesus is coming. We feared the coming of the Lord. We wanted to be right with God. We, we went to church. We prayed. We sought God. We wanted to be right. What happened? The passion is driven away from us. I was guilty of it. I really was. And I, and I had to come back and realize, God, what's wrong? Because, you know, the church has lost its desire for, for the Lord. It's lost. They don't preach the coming of Christ no more. They don't preach, you know, uh, 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 the rapture no more. They don't talk about hell no more. It's, it's all about feeling good about yourself. And, you know, every day's a Friday. Like one preacher wrote a book over there in Texas. It's all good. You're not a bad person. I mean, I mean, we sure got a little... Faults, we call them faults now. We don't call them sins anymore. See, we call them faults, so faults don't sound as sinful. <laughs> when we get angry without a cause at our brother, that's sin. When we get bitter and divisive and divide people, well, that's sin. When we hate our brothers and sisters, that's sin. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not, listen, I, I, I was wondering about how enticing sin is. Turn with me to uh, 
Proverbs chapter 7. Now, I'm going to read you something, one of the ugliest stories in the Bible, okay? The most blatant portrayal of, 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 of sin that I've, I've ever seen in the Bible. Because it's very graphic. But I don't want to talk about what the, the sin is talking about. I want to talk about the enticing sin that comes our way. I mean, the things we allow, the things that we... We, 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 we don't, we're not guarding ourselves against. You understand what I'm saying? We're not, we're not protecting our hearts. You know, that's not a person in this building I think is a drunk because they know it's a sin. There's not a person in this building I don't think commit adultery but we, because we know it's a sin. But what about unforgiveness? What about the enticing sin of unbelief? Oh, yeah, but that's not that bad. No. What about the graphic sin of pride? Uh-oh. We can talk about the adulterous and the homosexuals, and we can talk about the abortionists and all these people but what about those things that entice us, the little sins that entice us? Sin is powerful. I don't want to give any glory to Satan. I don't want to give any credit to the devil. But sin don't look as evil when we say, well, everybody's doing it. I mean, everybody sins. We make excuses for it. You know what I'm saying? It, it appears that sin is not as bad as the preachers or someone was saying about it. It's, it's not as evil because, you know, the preachers ain't talking about it anymore. So uh, we saved by grace and everything is good and, and everybody's going to heaven and la, 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 land. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that ain't true. Sin is enticing. Sin is attractive. Sin, it doesn't appear itself to be evil because it feels so good. Look, you, I drive down the... The highway line. You ever seen them billboards and with these women advertising alcohol or cigarettes or, or whatever they advertise? I don't know. Or casinos. You play with that a while, you'll sin. And they want to entice you to sin. They want to entice you to go to that place or wherever they're advertising. They're not, in, they're not, in there, they're not up there to... to, to, to <laughs> they're there to entice you. Seduce you. That's the word I want to use. Seductive. Let me read something to you. Uh, chapter 7. And I guess uh, I want to start in verses 7. I saw among the simple and perceive among the youth a young man devoid of understanding. Now watch. Listen. A man that doesn't know, or a young man that has, don't have the experience, most of the time he's going to sin. See, if, if he would have knew that sin would kill him, if he would have knew that sin would bring him death, if he knew that sin would have took him to hell, he would have never did some things. You get what I'm coming from? As a young man, devoid of understanding, understanding without knowledge, it will kill you, man. You, listen. 
If somebody said, you can take a snake and make a pet out of it, it ain't poisonous. Oh, yeah? Okay. What happens when it bites you? Huh? It kills you. One man and a snake was having a conversation. And they were talking to each other. And the snake said, man, I'm cold. I need a warm place. Can I go in your, your, your jacket or your sweater? So you're going to bite me. Oh, no, I ain't going to bite you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so when he put him in his jacket, he started climbing up a mountain. And after he got to the top, the snake bit him. So I thought you said you wouldn't bite me. You knew I was a snake. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> you play with a serpent, you get bit. You play with the snake, you get bit. You can't walk on coals of fire and don't expect to get your feet seared or burnt. Come on, somebody. Let me read this verse for you. You don't have to turn there, but I'm going to read it. In, in chapter 6, verse 27, it says, Can a man take fire into his bosom and his clothes and not be burnt? And that's in chapter 6, verses 28 now. Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? So is he that goes into the neighbor's wife. Whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. Now he's talking about adultery there. But I'm talking about sin. And... The, the young man was on a street corner, and he's, uh, he's void of understanding. There comes a woman. She's all decked out. And verses chapter 7 back, verses uh, 8 says, Passing along the street near her corner. This is the young man. He's passing along her corner. And he took the pad to her house. And in the twilight and the evening, in the black and the dark, now, you remember, I said it was the other day, Satan is dark. Satan does everything in darkness, okay? Satan is dark. He's evil. He does everything where he cannot be seen. If the devil came before you and says, I'm the devil, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know it's him. He's not going to appear to you in the light. He hates the light. Because what does the light do to him? It exposes him. So he's going to do everything in the darkness, Okay? This woman, this young man is walking the street and she sees him and she takes him into her house. And there, there a woman met him with an attire of a harlot, in verse 10, and a crafty heart. My God, listen to this. And I can almost interpret a seducive heart. Where it says in verse 11 of chapter 7 of Proverbs, it says, She was lewd and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. At times she was outside and at times in the open square lurking at every corner. What was she doing look, looking around for? What was she looking for? She was looking for someone to go to bed with her, to sleep with her. She walked around looking for young men, void of understanding. Young men that didn't know that they, she, was, she, was, she was biting them and setting them to hell. Hallelujah. Listen, we as Christians better open our eyes. We better be noticing when that seductive woman comes around because she's not coming to bless you. <laughs> she's coming to destroy you. 
She wants to lure you into sin. She wants to lure you away from God. And I'm talking about the spirit of Satan. I'm talking about the spirit of sin. I'm, the woman is used as an illustration here, but I'm talking about the spirit of sin. You know what God wants you to do. You know what thus said the Lord. Like I said the other day, these are not ten opinions. This is not what God thinks you better do. It's ten commandments. Thou shalt not. Thus said the Lord. When that happens, that's God speaking. And you know what? That's God's heart. That's how he feels about sin. God hates the hands that shed innocent blood, the Bible says. God hates a lying tongue. God hates a proud look. God hates he that sowed discard among the brethren. God hates you that hands that shed innocent blood. These are things God hates. God is angry at sin every day. God is not smiling at sin. He's not okaying it because somebody said, we don't need to mention it anymore. It's still sin. God still calls it sin. And it still can take a soul to hell. That's how serious it is. All right? But she takes this young man into her house. The Bible calls her a loud and rebellious woman. Her feet would not stay at home. At times she was outside, and I'm reading verse 12 again. At times in the open square, lurking, I'm reading the New King James, at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him. She grabbed that young boy and she grabbed him and just kissed him. With an impotent face, she said to him, I have a peace offering with me. Today I've paid my vows. She was a religious woman. Listen. <laughs> what? She paid her vows. She, she made a peace offering unto the Lord. She was religious. I have, it says in verse, I have uh, verse 15. So I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face and I found you. And I've spread my bed with tapses, colored coverings of Egypt linen, Egyptian linen. Made her bed. She fixed it up. She, she got it ready. She perfumed it, Brother Allen. She made it, she made it ready for that young boy. Huh? That's, a, that's the most seductive story I've ever read in the Bible. How sick. She's maneuvering herself to sleep with this young man. She's getting her bed ready. She's got her, her, she says it right here, watch. In verses, uh, I perfume, verse 17, I perfume for perfume my bed <laughs> with, 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 uh, with mirth and aloes and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. Now watch. I want to read the next verse, but I want to say she seduced this young man to go to bed with her. And she said, let us make love all night. Let us enjoy ourselves. Boy, ain't that what sin promises you? Huh? Ain't that what sin does? It paints a pretty picture. It makes it so pleasant and so, so enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? This young boy was enjoying something he never enjoyed in his life. And she comes and she, she waits for him and she brings him in her house and she seduces him. For my husband is not home. Watch. <laughs> Watch. My husband. She's married. She has a husband. 
She's sleeping with this boy and she has a husband. He's gone on a far journey. And he's going to come back for a while so we can have all the pleasure we want. Very seductive. Don't worry. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel right. It's going to, it's going to be enjoyable. But she's lying to him. He's gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on an appointed day. I know when he's coming back. So listen, we, 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 can, we can enjoy this. With her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Uh-huh. With her enticing speech. Listen, sin is never going to sound bad to the flesh, okay? Sin, it's going to sound good. Sin is always going to sound pleasant. It's always going to sound enjoyable. It's going to sound, the speech, you know, she came, she gave him fair speech. She spoke to him sweet. She batted them eyes and she, she waved them hips. Let me tell you what, sin will never give you the truth. It's a deceptive lie. God separates. It cost my Lord his life for that filthy sin this lady is committing on this proverb or whoever's doing it. It cost my Lord his life. God doesn't look at sin lightly. He doesn't laugh at sin. He doesn't say it's okay. Once saved, always saved. That's all right. You can, you're still going to heaven. Sin all you want. That is a lie. That's not true. I believe you have eternal security if you're in the will of God. That's what my Bible says. If you abide in the will of God. But don't tell me you can sin all you want and still make it to heaven. It'll never happen. What's the, what's the use of sin if we can just get saved and everybody can sin and still go? What, what is the use of the devil? Why is he attacking the church if everybody's once saved, always saved? Why, why is the devil fighting the church if he can't get to them? That's stupid. He hates God's church. He hates God's people. And he wants, to, he wants to kill every one of us. With enticing speech, she calls him to yield. Verse 21. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately he went after her. You know why? Because he was void of understanding from the very beginning. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he didn't understand she was driving him to hell. He, he didn't understand she was destroying him. She, got, she decked herself out. She got her house ready. She decked her bed out. She prepared everything for this young fool. Void of understanding. Didn't want to... Didn't wanna, you know, didn't want to understand God's word for his life. Didn't want to, now I'm, just, I'm just paraphrasing, but a lot of people are like that. They want, to go, they want to continue in sin and say, God, it's okay with God. It's not okay with God. There's nobody that's going to heaven in sin. Listen to me, praise God. I hate to break the bad news, but it's the truth. If your heart is not right with God, you're in sin, hallelujah, you better get it right. The devil's going to make you feel just comfortable. I've been going to church all these years. I'm saved. Uh, but I can have pride and unforgiveness, all this other stuff. No, you can't. <coughs> no, you can't. Immediately he went after her as an ox going to the slaughter. Talk about this young man. Or as a fool to the correction of stocks, and stocks are the things that you would lock a person in prison with. 
They would chain you to a wall. Oh, bound you up. That's what Satan wants to do to us. He wants to promise us liberty, but he's bounding us up. Liberty means we're free. Well, sure, we're free in Christ. But sin is never a freedom. Sin is a bondage. Sin is what's going to lock you up and put you in prison. Prison called hell. Hallelujah. Till an arrow struck his liver and a bird is hastened to a snare. He did not know it, what it would cost his life. Verse 23, okay? He did not know it would cost his life. What he did planted the sin of adultery and planted the sin of, of, of wickedness into his heart. The devil is planting that desire for this kind of life. You understand what I'm saying? It's just easy when you start sinning. You do it one time, you regret it, and you repent, but you, say, you go back and do it again. After a while, you don't even feel the conviction anymore. Because Satan has wooed you and put you to sleep. God help us when we can't repent. <laughs> God help us when we can't call upon God. God help us when we can't turn our hearts to the Lord and say, God, I've sinned in your sight. Forgive me. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let her turn aside to her ways. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. She's an adulteress. She's a fornicator. She's a harlot. She's seductive. Don't turn your heart to her. God's warning us as a church not to turn our hearts towards Satan. Not to turn our hearts to follow the ways of evil. We are, listen, I, I, I'm, this morning I was praying and the church in America, the church in the world is sick. It's sick with sin. I'm talking about as a body in general, the body of Christ. Preachers are stuck in pornography. Some of them are leaving their wives and marrying their secretaries, I've heard in cases. One wrote a book on how God gave him a permission to get, leave his wife and get a divorce and marry somebody else. And he's on, he's on mainstream TV right now with his adulterous wife. Left his wife to marry her. Now they, they're going around laying hands on people. and You know, old Robert's son, uh, Richard Roberts. I'm not going to lie. He's one of them. Uh... Should we name names? I don't see why not. Kenneth Copeland's another one. Nothing but a filthy lucre, a money grabber. Said himself, he's almost a billionaire. Oh, yeah? A billionaire? Sitting on multi-millions of dollars and asking for somebody to give him $23 million to buy a brand new airplane or Jesse Duplan is one of them. And he's already a billionaire, almost a billionaire. He wants you to give him a $23 million airplane. Go buy your own. You, you stole enough money. The lied enough to get rich off of it. That's sin. 
That's seductive. And most people, they go after that and say, I could be just like Kenneth or Jesse. Yeah, you can if you can lie enough and seduce enough. I know that's hard. And, I, and I'll pray for these men. I, I, we need to ask God to deal with them, okay? Uh, God, that's a, that's a seductive spirit. People draw to that. Because people want to be rich, brother. They, they, they want the free life. They want the easy life. They want, you know, I give a thousand and God will give me whatever, me. God help us. That's a seductive spirit. So you got to watch out for stuff like that. Paul said it like this. If somebody come into you preaching another gospel or another Jesus which you not heard from us, let him be a curse. Jesus didn't preach what these guys are preaching. <laughs> He didn't even have a place to put his head on, and a place to sleep even. <laughs> you know, we come out of a lot, and, and, and I, I was young at the time, coming out of the charismatic movement, a lot of that stuff wasn't God. Because a lot of it was, you know, naming and claiming and all this other stuff, and it was, what was happening was, it was making people feel like God was just a gimme God. And I'm not against the faith message, the, the true faith message, but I'm talking about a lot of people got caught up in this, you know, uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're poor, you're not going to heaven. You ever heard that said before? If you're sick, then you must, come on, man, you got a lot of good people that died sick, but that don't mean there was an unbelief. They sought God. What about the scripture that said, there's a time to live and there's a time to die? I mean, come on. Some, some of them said that if Paul would have had more faith, he wouldn't have stayed in prison like he did. I said, how stupid. Come on, be for real. I said, if y'all got so much faith, why don't y'all go clear the hospitals out? They got a lot of sick people, dying people in the hospital. Why don't y'all go do that? Y'all call yourself some little gods. That's what they call themselves. So. Like I said, if, if, you can, if you're a little god, I mean, you go create something. Go, go heal the sick. Go raise the dead. Do something. They don't do it because you know why? They're not little gods. <laughs> They're mere filthy lucre men that want, want to get rich off the fat back of the people. And listen, I know I'm rough tonight, but it's true. That's a seducing spirit. Many people grabbing it. You could watch them, them, uh, them, them churches, thousands. I mean, I never saw some. How could people? When you ain't reading your Bible, man. You're not seeking God. You're not. You're not. Where, where's that coming from? It's not in this book. It's not. God wants to prosper us. God wants to bless us. I'm not, a, listen, thank God I've been blessed. Me and my wife have been blessed. But you know what? Not one time did we have to beg for it. God gave it to us. We prayed and sought God and did what was faithful and he brought it to us, okay? But this is nothing but filthy lucres. That's a seductive spirit. Amen? Let me, let, me, let me go ahead and finish with this. <laughs> it says in verse 25, Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not astray into her path, for she has cast down many wounded. Listen to this, praise God. She has casted down many wounded, and all, and all who were slain by her were strong men. She can bring down the mighty. She's very seductive. Now, this whole passage is dealing with a seducive woman, a seductive, adulterous woman. But the Lord's trying to teach us this is not the only, 
Sin is seductive. You understand what I'm saying? Sin is like this woman. She loses men and she brings down strong men. She defeats the strongest. She just got to get them, them hearts stirred in lust and get their eyes off the Lord. Get their eyes on other things but Jesus. You hear what I'm saying? That's what the devil does. He tries to get you off of Jesus and on other things, praise God. If it can be a, a, a seductive woman, if it can be a prideful heart, if it can be a lustful spirit, he'll do it. Anything that makes this feel good, this flesh. I'm a born-again Christian tonight, this, morning, this night. <laughs> but I, this I never got born again. It's called flesh. And you know what? I could hurt you. I could say something about you. I could hurt my wife. I could hurt you, little Lord. I could do this flesh is capable of destroying people. That's why I got to keep it under the submission of the Holy Spirit. That's why I got to keep it under the submission of Christ. That's why I got to look at God's word. God, what does your word say? I got to fear what God says, not what man says. Because if I go with what my own heart, I read something in Walmart the other day. What a deceptive sign. It sounds so good. Do what your heart feels. That little sign. Do what you feel. I said, man, what if I feel like killing somebody? Is that all right? <laughs> what if I feel like I'm robbing a bank? What, about, what if I feel like doing some evil thing? Is that all right? Do your heart's desire. That's the, that's the way the sign read. You remember that sign I showed it to you? Do your heart's desire. <laughs> I said, man. How dangerous is that? The heart is deceitfully wicked above all things, the Bible says. Who can know it? I don't want to follow my heart. <laughs> I don't want to follow the ways of this world. I don't want to follow that seductive woman. Turn your heart away from her, it says. I should have waited to preach this Sunday. Maybe I'm <laughs> That's all right. It'll stir you up to stand strong for the gospel. Verse 27, I'm going to close with that, okay? Her house is the way of hell to hell. What? What does the King James say? I had the new King James. Somebody read to me. Her house is the way to hell, going down also to the chamber of death. What? Her house is the way to what? To hell. Descend into the chamber of death. Come on, somebody. As a believer, as a Christian, we have to guard our hearts, okay? And this is a, I've been preaching from Proverbs, a word from Proverbs. I've been doing that for a couple of weeks now. We need to understand that there is a penalty for sin. And there's a penalty for yielding to sin. Repentance is needed in the body of Christ. Listen, I'm telling you something. I'm calling out to God every, every morning. I said, God, take the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life away from me. I don't want nothing to do with it, man. I'm losing, I'm losing so much interest in the things of this world right now. It's unreal. I never thought it would have got that bad. Well, it's good for me. Because I know the Holy Spirit is trying to teach me, love not the world, Neither the things are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's what James says. You can't love the world and love God. 
You can't eat at the Lord's table and at the devil's table at the same time. God calls us to be separated. God calls us to set ourselves aside. That don't mean you'll go in the world, work in the world. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking activities in what the world is doing. Following the paths of the world. Following the paths of an adulterous woman. And I'm not talking about necessarily a woman as to the spirit of sin. Following the ways of darkness. These things are evil. I have no doubt everybody tonight that's here loves the Lord. No doubt. No doubt that Jesus is in your heart. But don't let you put your guard down. <laughs> because the devil, the devil is, listen, the Bible says, don't yet appear what we're going to be. But when he comes, we're going to be like him. When, we, this body has never been changed yet. It still wants to fight God. <laughs> the flesh still wants to not pray. The flesh still wants to do things that are not godly. And Paul said we had to crucify that body daily between heaven and you. There's a devil. Don't yet appear what we come, you're going to be like him. So we got, to, we got to go from here to here, but between heaven and you, there's a devil. There's a devil that's going to fight everything he can. All you have to learn is to obey God. All you have to learn is to submit to this book. All you have to say, thus say the Lord, devil, you're a liar and the father of all lies. You know in your heart what sin is. Amen. Don't start justifying your life and saying, well, that's okay. Start putting little things in your life that you know is not right with God. Don't do that, praise God. Guard your heart. You can live at peace with the Lord. You can live at peace with God. You don't have to fall short of God's glory anymore. God loves you. And he wants to bless you, okay? He wants you to walk with him in spirit and in truth. There's no better peace than to know that Jesus is with you. Praise God, and that you're walking with the Lord. Praise God, don't ever give that up. Please, listen to me. If i got to beg you, guard your heart, man. The time is now to guard your heart. We can't be walking away from God, especially the time is short. The devil knows he has a short time to work. That's why he's out there giving this, this, this mess, this seductive spirit out there, going into churches and seducing people, going into churches with other preachers, lying to people. I mean, trying to get people away from faith, preaching the fear of God right out of the church, preaching conviction of God right out of the church, preaching the love and power of the Holy Ghost right out of the church. That's what's happening. It's a sad state. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a commitment. <laughs> so, as long as I'm preaching here, I'm going to preach holiness, okay? I'm going to preach what Christ, and that's, just my, that's what, I, what, I, that's what I, I am with the Lord right now. There might be a few today, tonight, praise God, but you know what? God wants us to know truth. If we know when the seductive woman is coming and whatever, whatever she, she's got prepared for us, we can say you're a liar and the father of all lies. My heart is for the Lord. <laughs> Come on. My heart is for Jesus.